You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. you didn't know, this is President Joe Biden here with a very important announcement. As you know, you're listening to the Hey Pal, What's New podcast. Now, I know these boys can be a bit vulgar at times, and if that offends you, then you are more than free to leave. But these boys represent everything that is great about America, and you can count on them to keep you up to date with a unique perspective on everything that's new. So you should all just sit back, enjoy the show, and donate. Without further delay, I present to you John, Alex, and Greg and the Hey Pal, What's New podcast. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> Listen, fucking, it's fucking very... Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Sleepy Joe endorses, endorses this Let's show. Let's go, Brandon. It's Hey Pal, What's New. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, we are a may have hack. Uh, I'm, oh. I'm Greg, and this is John, Alex this over is here. true. And, uh, we are... Uh, Joe Biden approves this message. We are man on man. Yes, we are man on man on man. <laughs> on more man. Yeah, we're having a very gay uh, Friday night here at the uh, GBR studios. Right. You don't, you can't see it, but we it's don't. It's not even our... Pride Month, is it? No, every day is Pride Month for me, pal. <laughs> okay, Sally. Little do you know. <laughs> exactly. Little do you know, I have no pants on, uh, but that's okay. I got my uh, my Golden Girls cup. Oh, you can see. A Golden Girls cup. And my bestie got me this uh, Golden Girls uh, talking button. button. Talking button. Where are you? Jealousy is a very ugly thing, Dorothy. And so are you in anything backless. <laughs> <laughs> and my... so are you in anything backless. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love my... These are my bitches right here. Yeah. I, I, I drink out of this thing constantly now. And... I got some great day. It was it was a good day. Yeah, man. Uh, so uh, it's a it's a little early, but we're here. We're queer. We won't disappear. No. Um, how was your week there? Uh, very sweetcakes? very interesting. <laughs> was it interesting? <laughs> I had to go on Tuesday. Mila calls me. She's like, eh, I feel like my, my chest hurts and it's hard to breathe. And you know how the kids are. It's like, yeah. I'm sitting there going. Help me a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, can you come pick me up at school? I was like, give it an hour and call me back and let me know how you feel. You know, that little tactic of like, because mm-hmm. it's like, I know it's allergy season and shit, yeah. but I knew what how it was going to go down. So at that point, I left work and she's like, uh, do, so do you think you can come pick me up? I was like, yeah, I'm five minutes away. I'll be right there. She's like, oh. So I get to the school and I go in. Fucking guy at the front desk, of course, knows me already. Yeah. Walk right past. I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, yep, attendance office. <laughs> oh, jeez. So I go down to the attendance office, and she's like, oh, you're here for me, huh? And I was like, yeah. She said her chest hurts, whatever. 
Mila comes in and we're standing there and all of a sudden we hear, fuck you, you fucking bitch. You fucking stinky motherfucker. You got your stink all over me. Yeah, when you bumped into me in the hall the other day, you fucking stinky bitch. Brush your teeth. Your breath stinks. It smells like shit. Fucking go take a shower, you dirty bitch. And they're like, they're yelling these two girls. And I'm like, it was so hard for me not to go into teacher mode and be like, break it up, break it up. Who are these? Just like two random broads in the hallway? Two, these two girls. Wow. And then, and then Mila, I said to Mila, it's like, it was so hard for me not to break it up. She's like, no, but you're there as a parent, dad. You got to be in parent mode i was like oh so i could sit there and go fucking punch her <laughs> seriously if i had really thought about it I'd be like fuck her up fuck her up don't take no shit hey, look i i hate to be sexist and all that stuff but there is nothing better than a girl fight oh yeah i remember you want to hit the back in the day back in the days when i was young God damn it we're old i was actually talking to somebody recently about how when I went to school, they had a smoking area. Yeah, I and, talk about it all the time. Yeah, that area in front of the music room. And yep. we talked about how we used to sneak out and all this. I think I was telling my kids about it. Oh, you just needed a note from like home that says, yeah, it's okay for my kid to smoke in school. Oh, yeah. Well, not even that. They, they didn't You'd have to sneak out during periods to go out there because you can only go out there like certain times, of, like during your lunch or study hall or whatever. Yeah, I don't even think my parents gave me a note. They no. Just, they just went out and then there. you had Stanley. Right behind the French, you fucking kids. Is that his name, Stanley? Yeah, I could not remember his name. Stan- I was like, the old guy that would smoke, and his whole job was just getting us behind that fence. Stan Wojner. Stan Wojner. And his son, I think it was, was Rick Wojner, the head custodian. So I remember one time I was out there during my many smoke breaks between mm-hmm. the between the periods there, and there was these two broads. I hate to say broads. Or slits. Oh, boy. Girls. Women. <laughs> what were you oh. trying to hit? Oh boy! <laughs> I call a foul on that play, Greg. Foul. I, I'll take two at the paint. Anyway, there were two. <laughs> you know, oh. foul, foul, two at the paint. Um. Anyway, uh, we're out there smoking, and and uh, you know, you, there was always fights. We had fights. Yeah. Every, there was always fights. These two women, uh, were out there, and they started fighting, and they were pulling hair. And one of their shirts came off and a boob popped out. You, you broke out your wallet. You would have thought it was Christmas. I was <laughs> like, this. And everybody stopped. Like, normally a guy fight. Everybody's like, yeah. These two girls. girls. <laughs> thank you. Young ladies. These two young ladies um, were just fighting and ripping these shirts off. And a boob. And it was like, we all stood there like, oh. <laughs> Somebody yeah. comes to break it up. The kids are grabbing the teacher. Go, no. No, yeah. They were like. Well, the thing about girl fights, I've noticed watching a lot of these like crazy fucking videos on Reddit, one of my subreddits, Mm -hmm. slash r slash crazy fucking videos. Nice. um, The girls, they get a hold of that hair. They don't fucking let go. No. You know, that's kind of the benefit of the weave. You know, yeah. you can rip the weave off and then you can run. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like a lizard when you step on his tail and he, the tail well, comes and, off. And that's the danger of fighting, too, because, you know, listening to, like, uh, Matt Sarah on the UFC podcast, mm-hmm. he used to talk all the time. Like, he's like, you're wearing a fucking jacket, you're mine, because he'll just use that jacket to immobilize you and then beat the shit out of you. And mm-hmm. it's like, I watch these videos. The guys are like, go to take their jacket off. And it's like, do I take my jacket off and chance? Like, leave, do I leave it on and chance getting immobilized? Or do I go to take it off? And as I'm taking it off, I get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And nine times out of ten. They get knocked the fuck out. Go to take off that jacket, and the guy goes, plop, and yeah. just yeah, down on the ground. I mean, guy fights are one thing. But women fights are brutal. Yep. I don't mess with my girl either. And she told me, I remember it was we were first we first started dating, and it was Christmas time. And she went to Walmart, and this guy, now my girl knows some moves, right? She's, she's studied martial arts or whatever. And uh, this guy was just 
following her, ogling her like that. And she kept saying, get out of here. Get out of here. Leave me alone. And he kept doing it. And she turned around and freaking throat punched the bitch. <laughs> Knocked him out right in the middle of the Walmart. I was like, way to bust apart that stereotype. That's right. People of Walmart. <laughs> I think either she throat punched him or just knocked him on his ass. Right. I was like, damn. That's why I don't mess with my girl, man. She, she can kick my ass. Anybody can kick my ass. My daughters can kick my ass. It's all right. But, uh, yeah, as far as my week went, I had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Hence all the new uh, Golden Girls uh, stuff. I got to find my Golden You and Hitler. Girls, uh, yeah. Yeah, me and Hitler and the Columbine shooting. And, and Laura. Laura, yeah. All kinds of good stuff there. Three of my students had birthdays yesterday. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Everybody Who's four- fucking nine months before 420? I don't know. Yeah, everybody's 420 in it. That's the funny thing. Like, yeah, before 20. And I'm like... Yeah, I wish, but no, I'm good. No. I'm sober. <laughs> but it was really nice. It was just me, my daughters, and my girl, and we just Aww. hung out, had cake. It was chill. I, you know, I couldn't have asked for a better birthday. I, anyway, yeah, that's yeah. So that was pretty much it. And just you know, my girls are on spring. What break. kind of cake did you have? It was like vanilla. F- uh, it was like a vanilla with like a fudge in the middle. Fudge. Everybody loves fudge. It's so fun on one side, so cookie on the other. Yell fudge. Everybody loves fudge. No, it was a very nice cake. It was very simple. And it was funny because uh, Manal got there and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, she made the cake at home, obviously. And she made herself delicious cake. Even Violet ate it. And Violet's like, I don't like cake. This is awesome. Um, But she didn't have anything to write happy birthday on it. But my we had some upstairs. So she wrote that. And like, oh, we don't have any candles or anything. And all we found were like a two and a nine. So they go, well, you could be 29 or you could be 92. I said, make it 92. <laughs> 92. I was I like, happy birthday to me. Yeah, I was like, I could be tw- I could be like 29 again. <laughs> oh, or I could do 92. I'm like, I'm, and they go, what'd you wish for? I'm like, I wish that I reached 92. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you my life goal, just to live long enough that people stop going, fuck, you're old. And start yeah. going, oh, congratulations. You made it. You did it. Nice. Good for you. Yeah, so it was fun. Other than that, it was just, uh, you know, same week as usual. And yep. it was nice because I had my birthday <laughs> off and then I worked from home Wednesday and Friday. And the girls have been here since spring break they came over wednesday and they've been here they're gonna be here till sunday so i got my ladies it's well, there's, great there's gonna be some craziness going on around the town tonight so be What's careful that? out there well it's junior prom tonight's Ooh. junior prom yeah see next week is always junior prom oh is she going oh yeah okay i didn't go to my junior prom i didn't go to my junior prom either no i went to my junior prom i didn't go to my senior prom oh i went to the junior prom with anissa okay yes and she left me there with some other dude and it was very sad. Oh, did you fuck him? Him? Yeah. She left you there with some... Oh, she left with some other... You she, said, you she, said was, she left me there with some other dude. No, we went together, but then she actually was into some other dude. So oh. she went out... Like, she didn't leave with him, but she was definitely... Uh, it was, Look, I got to get out of here so I can get home, get changed, and go fuck this guy. Exactly. Oh, wow. my like, God damn it, Anissa. I, well, we were talking about today. I told my students, I was like, I didn't go to my junior prom. I was like, but I went to three senior proms. Um, well, we went to we went to the senior prom together as junior. You were no. We, I went to I went to my brother's senior prom. Gotcha. When I was a sophomore, because Susan Marie was a senior, and it was her senior prom. Yeah, because we went together. Because remember, I went with Kathy, and the, the four of us went. That was yes, that's right. Because yeah. Kathy was graduating too. Yeah. So and you I, had to be a sophomore. Yep. 
Sophomore dating a senior. And then, and then, the man. Um, slinging it. And then I went to my prom and Michelle's prom, which were like, one was the one night and then one, the other one was the next night and both of them were at the same place. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you who the fuck I sat with at any one of those proms. Nope. Couldn't tell you. I mean, I'm the like, junior prom, I, all I remember is the junior prom <laughs> song was honestly by Striper. Now, we, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, that prom that you and I went to, you went with Kathy. Yep. I went with Susan Marie, mm-hmm. and Anissa went with Anthony. And Anthony is the one that Anissa left your junior le- prom with. Yeah, like well, four took off and to go, you know. which is like when you think about it, like that's like the oddest combination I could ever think of. Oh, and this ain't Anthony. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was very strange. But I, lo- I mean, I don't blame her. I've seen the pictures. She was a, you know, I was a freaking fat, crooked, glasses mess oh. <laughs> with a shaved head. Yeah, I was getting it until I was later. I don't that's know, episode I don't know 69. How, I don't know how with episode. all that pizza face I got as much as I did. Dude, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, yeah, that was my. It was my big balls. But my senior prom, I didn't even go to. I was like, yeah. I, I was traumatized by the uh, junior one. Thanks, Anissa. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I still, we, we, we're still, we're still tight. We're still good. It's all right. It's all right. I, I, I forgive you. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's 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 jump right into Time this. Time marches on. Yeah. Let's... Uh, John, John, you got any news? Do you hate the Jews? What? what, what? <laughs> oh my goodness! Coming no, I hot. don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I was, you know, last. So tonight, Kate is out with her work people. Her friend, the people she works with, they're getting uh, margaritas over at some place yeah. over in Pauling. The double date, yeah. Um, the double date. <laughs> so when I showed up last time, like I don't know how we got on it. There was like something. I would be singing like these random words to songs that were playing over the thing, uh-huh. and they were just like, "How do you do this?" And she's Kate's just like, I, "It's just a thing he does. I don't know where the fuck he comes up with half this shit." And I go, I just think of the most raunchiest thing that'll rhyme. Oh, oh yeah. So you just make, make it up the lyrics. Oh, I do that all the time. I yeah. used to do it with the, uh, I think we talked about it on yeah. the pod before with uh, the Disney shows yeah. and the Nickelodeon ones. Yep. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, lick my balls, yeah, grab my tank. <laughs> um, so, so on a different note, I had to bring that up. I don't know why. But uh, so news wise, I, I love this. I watch this show, the movie. And it's one of those movies that, for me, has a very high rewatchability score. Oh, okay. Which Galaxy one? Quest. Man. And apparently there's a series for Galaxy Quest coming to Paramount+. Plus. They're digging up that old IP. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what, do we what got? else can we milk? <laughs> what do we got in the vault that we can break out and... Well, let's jump to this one then. Speaking of that, last week we talked about the Harry Potter TV show. Yeah. And now I find out there's a fucking Twilight TV show coming. Oh, boy. Why? <laughs> Now, what are they going to do? Are they going to tell different stories or are they going to do like with the Harry Potter thing and break each one up? As I think they're doing with the Harry Potter thing, just telling the story, retelling the story. I don't know. I mean, those Twilight books and movies like I tried. I mean, my ex-wife loved those those movies and and the books. And I try every movie. I was like, all right, maybe this one. I read the books, dude. Yeah. Uh -uh. I, I, I tried each movie and I got about maybe 20 minutes in. I was like, this is dog shit, you know? And I love Robert Pattinson, man. He's a, uh, you know, the Twilight boy and the being Batman. But oh god, yeah. Um, 
But I remember there was like the third one, Eclipse, I think, or something like yeah. that, that was actually writ- or directed by a horror guy. And I was yep. like, well, maybe this one will be good. And I'm like, no. nope. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah, keep digging. I mean, but I did see on uh, on one of one of my movie shows that those movies made like three point combined. They made like three, almost four billion dollars. Billion with a B? B billion. Wow. So, you know, with all that money, they're, they're leaving that on the table. Like, how else can we freaking flog this dead horse? Well, I, in, I mean, something that interests me, I, I was saying before, they got the new Star Trek movie coming with Michelle Yeoh. Yo. Who's in the Star Trek Discovery. She had a role in that. But mm-hmm. the new Picard, the latest season, was like a huge success. They brought fucking all the people back from the sure. next generation. And left it off with a, this is where we're going to go with it. But they stick with a show called Star Trek Legacy, which they haven't even ordered, have nothing in production, aren't even thinking about it. It's like, it's like ripe for the picking. Just it's weird. Low hanging fruit. Take it. It's weird how some of these things are so obvious, but yet, you know, at the same time, they're just like, oh, no, should we? I don't know. And again, you've got the huge next generation fan base that if you continue that next generation with some of that cast, They'll all watch it, and you've got your Trekkies who will just fucking watch. You got yeah. a built-in money-making machine. Yeah, like I said, I don't. I don't watch, know why they're so resistant. I don't watch those shows, but at the same time, I I, I respect Star Trek people, and they they it's a rabid fan base. Oh so, boy, is it? You Almost know, it's just as bad like, as Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, and like and like we're saying with the with the Harry Potter's and the Twilights and stuff, it's like. Yeah, I mean, there's there's such a fan base that they'll watch it regardless. Now Not- everybody will. Pundits like us just sit there and go, oh, oh this part well, over here. You know, like, but, yeah. Not not to get too um, philosophical about it, mm. but I just thought about it. It's like with Star with Star Trek, it doesn't matter what your Star Trek is, whether it's the original series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, you know, yeah. all that. If I'm a Next Generation person and you're a Deep Space Nine person, it's like, oh, that's cool, great, and nobody cares. Yeah, Star Wars has the most rabid fan base and probably some of the most divided fan base yeah based on like the original trilogy the prequel trilogy and the new trilogy yeah i mean star wars definitely sequel uh, trilogy sorry yeah that's fine um yeah to- star wars fans are the most toxic yeah fans, and they're just they'll turn on each other and they just like can't we all just like we'll talk about later about mando and even the rewatch i did uh in the movie Ooh. section but like and you know when I did watch that, I went, I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. <laughs> My kids were looking at me like, what? I'm like, never mind. Um, well, yeah. So I, now this other thing, man, This I don't know where to go with this. Mm-hmm. With Jonathan Majors, it almost feels like this is like ramping up day by day. He's got a May court date, but his management agency dropped him, yep. which to me says a lot because the management company first off didn't knee jerk reaction drop him mm. and then wound up dropping him so i gotta wonder like did they do some sort of like research into some of this stuff and find some shit and go you know okay you may not be caught on this one but you're gonna get fucking caught on all this other stuff and we want nothing to do with it yeah i mean i think a lot of these people like the pr and he did lose a few roles and stuff like that it kind of it kind of reminds me of like the johnny depp stuff right yes. so the minute he was on trial and all that craziness, like, every, dropped him like flies. Everybody's just like, because you know what it is? Like, we all know, like, with movies and, and all this stuff, it's like a two-year commitment, right? Right. So, you know, you could be getting in Ezra Miller territory where, 
you go and he, you film all this stuff and it's yep. done and it's shot and then all of a sudden it comes out. You're like, so they're Fuck. kind of, they're, they're hedging their bets, right? They're like, now them canceling or, or dropping him from all this stuff is not an admission of guilt. Right. It's just, we don't know yet, so we're going to wait. Now, Marvel, on the other hand, is like, shit, we got I mean, Loki season two is done shooting. Yeah. And apparently he's in it a lot. Yeah. So they're kind of like, well, let's kind of roll the dice and see what happens, you know, well, because I, they're all invested in the whole Kang thing, you know. And I think that's why some of these movie companies drop these people. Not so much Johnny Depp, but I think that's a, a rationale for dropping is like, look, you're going to be tied up in this shit for the next two years. Yeah. We don't want to be part of that. So we're really sorry, but we got to split ways. We're not saying we're dropping you because you're guilty. Yep. We're just saying that this entire legal battle is going to take so long and be very messy. And we can't be mixed up in that. Yeah. And, you know, in my hopes and prayers, hopes and prayers is uh, I'm really hoping that, you know, it all comes out because it was weird because when he first got arrested. Well, there's all these other women now coming out of the fucking woodwork making accusations. And I don't know if that's just that fucking happened. people jumping on the bandwagon for their 15 minutes of fame or if it's actually true. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's almost comes down to like the law of averages, right? Where it was like when Cosby, that whole thing happened. It was like, all right, how many people came out? Like 50 or something like that. Something ridiculous, like 20 or 30. If half of them are lying. There's still 15 people, you know? Right. So this is like two or three. I'm sure there's a bunch that are like, yeah, he touched me once in a freaking parking lot. You're like, okay. I'm yeah. not saying that this shit is... I mean, if he gets found guilty, then fucking throw him under the jail. That's sure. whatever. But at the same time, I think it's... The, there A lot of these people, because this stuff hasn't been shot yet, they're like, let's just cut the ties right now. Or, right. you know, and hopefully, you know, he'll be exonerated He'll be not guilty because it was funny because when at first when he was first arrested, his lawyer, she came out and she was like, we have proof beyond a reasonable doubt. We have all irrefutable videos, proof, irrefutable proof that this is bullshit. This is not right, going to show everybody. It's been weeks now. What Where is happened? it? Where is it? And they showed where's them. that Pam and Tommy Lee video. I want to see it now. <laughs> you keep saying you got it. I haven't seen it. That's right. Open the vaults. <laughs> um, no, but uh Get on the tour bus. Get on the tour bus. We'll throw back to last week. Last week's episode. Um, Go back and listen to it. It's in the archives. That's right. Yeah, it's in there. Hasn't hit the paywall yet. So for some reason, our episode of uh, Rhode Island Red. Rhode Island Red. It's the highest downloaded one this past. That's okay. We did surpass three thousand downloads in total. Thirty one hundred month. Thirty one hundred motherfucker. That's right. We're growing. Um, Uh Yeah. So. What was I going to say? Oh, Oh. the the whole thing about yeah. Oh, we got all this proof. Now they released the text. And if you read the text, if you go back and forth, it's kind of like I fell down the stairs kind of thing. Where it's just like, don't worry, I'm going to tell them this and I'm going to tell them that. And you're like, oh, this doesn't like help. It, this doesn't just, help. No, I'm like, you know, like just don't worry, I'm going to tell them that everything is fine. Like it was a misunderstanding, and you're like, okay, are you telling? Like it, it's hard to read it. It's hard Who, to decipher. Who's his a text. defense attorney? Freaking Saul Goodman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm going to handle it. We can spin this like she fell down the stairs. They don't yeah. know what the tone is. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It, it To me, read, hearing the text back and forth. Makes it worse. It made it worse. It was kind of like, really? And it sucks because he's such a great actor, you know? But at the same time, it's like there's so many things where I can say it all the time where, like, I can separate art from artist. Right. And, you know. There's that whole uh, there was some the Chris comedian. Rock bit. 
the Chris Rock, but it's the varying degrees selective outrage. Yeah, where it's like, you know. Michael Jackson and R. Kelly. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, where it's just like, we don't give R. Kelly a pass, but Michael Jackson, you know. Beat it's a good song. It's a fucking good song, you know. I like Billie Jean. (laughs) Yeah, but then you see somebody like, uh, what's his nuts from House of Cards? Yeah. Kevin Spacey, you're like, I don't know. He's a really good actor. I mean, I could watch Seven tomorrow and be like, this is great. But I'm like, Ooh, ouch. <laughs> Even The Flash, as much as I'm excited to see that movie and I'm trying to separate art from artist, I'm kind of like, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to be watching just going, he's so good in this because he's fucking crazy. And I feel like to be an actor, you kind of have to be a little out of touch with reality. Any artist has to be. Yeah, that's how you get to that art spot. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, Kang, get your ass straightened out there, buddy. That's right. A um, couple of quick, last, quick, really quick. Andor season two shoot was mm-hmm. apparently shut down due to safety concerns. Whoa, weather. <laughs> we got some bad weather coming in. God shut down the shoot. It's like, like, like I, a new hope with the sandstorms. I saw that headline. I was like, oh my God, what happened? It's like, yeah, there was incoming, you know, bad weather. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> last Luna had a hangnail. We had to cut um, Last of Us co creator and director Neil Druckmann's has explained that the creative team for Last of Us is already planned a majority of the stuff for seasons two and three. Mm. And I think this is what we talked about previously. They're going to take that Last of Us two and everything that involves Ellie, which is like the first half of the game, that's going to be season two. And the all the rest of it's going to be season three. Yeah. I mean, they're going to stretch that out. As much and they're going to keep Joel. They got to keep Joel. Yeah. There's talk that they're not going to kill Joel. See? I right away. Know. Do you Do you like... I don't know. Like, Ellie's it, the hero of that. I don't know why we need Joel. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost Joel. like, you know, at the same time, it's like, it really is Ellie's story. Yep. Um, But he's like killing it right now. So it's like, they're like, oh, well, maybe we don't kill him off. And I'm like, but that was the. Is this going to be the Grogu syndrome? Yeah. That's or- what we were talking about last week with the girl. It's like, God damn it. Get that green motherfucker back on here. He's yeah. making his- you know, he was supposed his- to be a throwaway thing on that. I didn't real, I didn't know that in Mandalorian, mm. he wasn't supposed to be like a major thing that was going to be around. It was supposed to be like just a thing, and then he was gone. Yeah, I mean, the two things I always think of is um, Daryl from The Walking Dead. Deal. He was never in the comic. Yep, they were going to kill him off season one, <clears throat> and they were like, everybody likes this guy. We'll just keep. Now he's now he's got his own freaking spinoff, and he's doing all that because everybody and- loves a good redneck. That's right. Everybody loves a good racist redneck. We'll get to well, that. No, in the but Daryl wasn't racist redneck. His brother was the racist redneck. That's right. Merle. Merle was the racist. Merle. Oh yeah. Um, and then uh, the other one I always talk about is uh, Jesse Pinkman. Yes, he was supposed to get killed in the first season too, and everybody loved him. They were like. This freaking well, Mr. Jesse. White. Yo, Mr. White. Fuck Science it. bitches. Yeah. Magnets, bitch. <laughs> you know? So that's all I got news-wise. Word. The word is news. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, John, you got any news? Rose, you're not going to tell us that story about the exploding pig again, are you? B. Arthur is my spirit animal. That's anyway. Right. <laughs> Sexy. And I'm then an there's more, and then there's more. Hey, there's my girl. We'll wave there. Hi, hi, honey. What's going on? You want me to? I don't know how to wave to her. I'm going to give her the black hands praying. <laughs> give her the uh, mermaid. <laughs> we were talking about how you throat punched a fool in the, the Walmart um, for Christmas. It was beautiful. Mm. That was my Christmas present. Merry right Christmas. There. Here's your throat punch, motherfucker. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't mess with my girl. Anyway, uh, say so, uh, we, we should probably go to our new segment. 
Now hold on there one second there, young fella. I was thinking about maybe the two of us get down in the old pickup truck corner and hit one of them movie places where we can go sit down and eat a tub of popcorn and uh, <laughs> check out some previews. <laughs> That's right. We At least cut that one was a lot shorter. <laughs> yeah, that one's cut down a little bit. Greg did some homework this week. Uh, yeah, so we got some trailers that came out. Nothing like... Nothing major. Nothing like blockbustery crazy. Yeah, you had two and I had one. So yeah. My two are a uh, new series. This is new. Um, I, of course, it's new with the trailer. Mm-hmm. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, I did not know, has never done like a TV series. No. And this sh- show that I watched the trailer for, FUBAR... <laughs> Is his first TV show for Netflix. Really? Yeah, yes. He's... He plays a CIA agent who's retiring and one last mission does his last mission. Is like, now nah, I can spend time with my family. His daughter gets called off and then like they bring him in and like, hey, we need you to just do one more thing. He's like, but I'm retired. And they're like, yeah, but nobody can do this but you. And it's he has to go team up with his daughter for a mission. And then like he finds out his daughter's in the fucking CIA. It's very True, true romance. Yeah, we need no, a, true lies, true lies. My bad. We need you for another forty-two hours, Reggie. <laughs> what? Jeez, oh, <laughs> that's my that? Nick Nolte. Oh, forty-two hours, oh. twenty-four hours. My the only forty-eight, <laughs> forty-eight hours, 40, forty-eight hours here, Reggie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the only thing I, the only thing I have the most vaguely remember from the forty-eight hours movies is, um, Eddie Murphy singing Roxanne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we're in there in the car and they're going to sleep. He goes. Eddie, tell me a bedtime story. He goes, fuck you. Goes, That's, That's my, my favorite. favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. That's all I remember. Yeah, the first 48 hours, they apparently did another one where they get him out. Yeah. I it's, called another, another, it's called another 48 hours. I see if I get a 48 hours there, Reggie. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> and the only other trailer I saw was Hollywood Dreams and Nightmares, the Robert Englund story, Ooh. which looks really intriguing. I, I mean, I don't, you think about it, it's like, I know him as Freddy Krueger and a couple of other roles, but that's really his big claim to fame. It's like, what else is there? And I'm sure Justin is going to be like, well, well you know, he was in this. He was in another. Uh, he's only played. Bit, there was another horror movie they tried to make a franchise of yeah. him in it, and it was like a thousand. I don't know. I don't even know. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I mean, he did a lot of them, and he's still like they tried with the uh, old freaking what's his nuts with that remake. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, actually, I mean, I didn't. It wasn't that bad. Right. Uh, but it just wasn't Freddy. It was just like... It wasn't all Brad either. It wasn't all Brad either, I'll tell you. It wasn't like the Friday the 13th remake, which was freaking awesome. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street one? Yeah, not so much. <laughs> nah. <laughs> which, uh, yeah, yeah. So I will watch that. It looks really, really good. Mm. I love a good documentary as long as it's something I'm interested in. Yeah, the only one that I saw trailer-wise was... Uh, I think I had mentioned it. I had seen this movie, Becky. Oh, it was so good. It, so, was, it was so low-budget good. Yeah. It was one of those, like, came out of nowhere, bloody good time. Kevin James played this, like, neo-Nazi that breaks in the house. for. It something. was nice to see him outside of what you normally see him in. Yeah, exactly. Like, he wasn't doing the goofy freaking Paul Blart mole cop kind of like, you know, like. The, the high school math teacher who gets into the rest uh, ultimate fighting, cage yeah, fighting. Yeah, and he was badass in that movie. and like <clears throat> he, he was. So. I, you know, I didn't realize that they were going to do a sequel, but apparently they are. It's coming out next month. Wait, but I thought, I thought he was dead in the first one. I thought he was dead. Now they got a new. Who's the Who's the redneck racist guy in this? The not, the KKK guy in this one. Oh, this would be uh, Stifler. Stifler. Oh, what the <laughs> hell is his fucking name? 
I forget his. A bang Stifler's mom. Yeah, the, yeah, Stifler is in this one. So oh. apparently, there's just like insert, you know, character we wouldn't think of, and oh, it's the fireplace again. Oh, it's the fireplace. I know, I know. I, the, the the remote's all the way over there. So that's okay. Um, yeah. So we got we got Stifler this time. Well, uh, it looks good. It's it's very campy, like you know. It, Sean William a, Scott. Sean William Scott. Thank you. You know, you know my, you know what I always think of when I think of Sean William Scott is he was in this hockey movie called Goon that came out around the same time as another one. That yes, was similar. That was very similar, and I honestly thought Goon was way better than the other one. Yes. it's just the other one was so much more hyped. Yes, and I always think of and him. you should know you you can tell because I can't even fucking remember what the other one is. No, I couldn't tell you either. I mean. I mean, Slapshot, that's really all you need. (laughs) Yeah. Waiting for somebody to freaking remake that. Oh, Oh, wow. There's a sequel to Goon. Oh, Goon 2, Electric Boogaloo? Uh, It's called Goon, The Last of the Enforcers. Wow. Came out in 2017. (laughs) Missed that one. (laughs) All right. I always think of Sean William Scott as uh, in the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where he plays, (laughs) don't get that medicine in my eye. I'm a noble rabbit. <laughs> like he's, he plays this like real like uh, they pick him up on the street and he's like you know to, to, to make a long story longer like they're all Please going do. heist they're, they're doing that diamond heist and they're pretending to like save the animals and they pick him up and he's just like he's got you know he's got his acoustic guitar right. and he's saying I'm a noble rabbit. He's like the, he's <laughs> he's hanging out with the clit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the clit commander. I rule the clip, not this fuck over here. Me. So Becky 2's got a trailer. Becky 2 has a trailer. We put it on the Hey Pal What's New uh, page. Okay. Check it out. If you haven't seen the first one, it's uh, it's quite a humdinger. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't think I'll rush to the theater next month for it, but who knows? Well, is it this month or next month that that fucking uh, Norwegian John Wick, the Finnish John Wick movie comes out like this month? Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of I, I got to remember the name of that. There's a lot of shit coming out. Manny, yeah. was, Manny was working the other night. He sends me a picture. He goes, oh, that's quite the combo. And he, it's the two like marquees for the movies. Yeah. The, the theaters that are right next to each other. It's like Evil Dead Rise. Yes. The Big Lebowski. And I just went, Lebowski wins every time. <laughs> Always. Because I hear that that... You know, let's get off of trailers real quick. Now, yeah, hold on there one second here, young fella. I was thinking about maybe the two of us get down in the old pickup truck or oh, yeah, we're gonna get down one of them truck. movie plexes where we can go sit down and eat a chump popcorn and uh, <laughs> check out some preview. <laughs> um, I was reading, I think it was on... Rotten Tomatoes, maybe. Okay. They did. Uh, they rated the all the Evil Dead movies. Okay. And of course, Evil Dead was top of the list, the original. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then bottom of the list is the new one. Really? Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because it kind of doesn't fit in with the other ones. And you know, to me, I've always said that 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 evil. It's for me. It's Evil Dead, then Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. then Evil Dead Two. I didn't see the remake. Really? You you put Evil Dead, the original Evil Dead, over. Evil Dead 2? Evil Dead 2. See, I would do Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. And then the original Evil Dead? See, that because to me, I put the first one first because it it was just fucking out there. 
Oh yeah, you know this. It, they were. It was still a horror movie to me. That was a horror movie. Mm. Whereas Evil Dead Two is where they started getting into that goofy, campy thing. It, Evil Dead Two is almost like a remake of Evil Dead, the original one, but they added some more, you know, campy, goofy, a little bit bigger budget and some campier. Right, which stuff. is why Army of Darkness for me is really like way up there because it it wasn't trying to be a horror movie that had a campy side. It leaned heavy into that campy horror, yeah. which I really liked. And I can't even say about the remake because I haven't seen it yet. Well, you know, it's funny. I actually watched the the remake this today. Say word to your babies. That's right. Because I want to go see Evil Dead Rise with, with Violet. Okay. Because I was trying to get, I was like, we should go see Evil Dead Rise. She's like, yeah, all right. She's like, I, I, she's never seen any of the Evil Dead. So I was like, all right, well, to let, from what I understand from the Evil Dead Rise is that it's been getting good reviews. Oh, yeah. Um, it, but it's super, it's in that line of the Fetty Alvarez one. Right. Which I watched, and I was like, let me put that on for you to kind of get an idea of what, <laughs> what you're your in palette. for. You know, kind of, because it's very, they say right. it's very similar. Super bloody, super, it's not, it's not funny at all. Uh, no. The remake, it uh, the Fetty Alvarez one, it is freaking brutal and dark and messed up wow uh it's it's awesome i love it you know i love the remake of it um and i watched it again today and i was just like oh man this is like it's heavy you know like you're just like oh my god you know very well done super practical effects kind of stuff bloody as hell all kinds of like for me and i've seen i love horror movies but watching that i was just uneasy i was just like oh my god whereas I'm the gonna ass watch ones, it. It's really like, woohoo! Hey, it's Violet. What's up? Oh, we're, she just we're, gave you the finger, bro. I know. What's up, yo? Such disrespect. What a fool. We were just so talking about Evil Dead Rise and uh, how you watched the uh, Fetty Alvarez one for like five minutes and then went upstairs. You, you weren't into like, it, huh? You didn't like it? No, I was just bored. Yeah, she, she has the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> it's a gnat. A gnat. But that's, that's all right. So, yeah, we. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll check out Evil Dead Rise. Uh, it looks it looks crazy. Right. So we, I did watch the original after Violet bailed on me. I, I still watched the rest of it. And, Quitter. Uh, oh man, it is just like the premise is they all go to this cabin that they, I guess one of the families own, right? Uh, and the, one of the the main character is trying to quit heroin, so she's like detoxing. <laughs> she what are you doing? Can I help you? <laughs> What a weirdo. What a weirdo. No, you're cute. Get over here. I'm going to bite you. <laughs> but anyway, here. Um, yeah, so Evil Dead Rise. Hopefully, we'll, we'll check that one out. Yeah. And then, uh, what is else that was... Uh, oh, I did rewatch another thing. Do you have any movies on your uh, Not a palette? fucking single one. Really? Because usually you're I'm all. I did, I, I did a little... I didn't have a lot of time this week. I played a Call of Duty during my free time. Mm-hmm. But then a couple of TV shows, and I was like, all right, I got to binge those fucking shows. Yeah. I, they're still like... We, we were going to talk about Yellow Jackets, but neither of us saw it yet. Nope. I'll, I will definitely watch it tonight. Um, I totally sidetracked I got to finish the two series that I started on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm one on Netflix, one on... <laughs> Peacock on the Peacock, so I'm going to finish those first, and then... Actually, the one on Peacock, I think there's only four episodes. They're doing that fucking weekly release bullshit. That's my that's my Golden Girls button. Where'd you get that from? From my bestie over here. And then I got a magnet there on the fridge. One of the Golden Girls and one of... uh, uh, 
I want to say Stengler. Um, <laughs> Stifler? No, uh, from uh, Stripes. <laughs> going, you're, you're oh. pretty fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're over Bill there. Bill Murray. So. Um, yeah, so anyway... Uh, <laughs> So you don't have any movies. I'm, I'm laughing at the fact that she's looking at herself like she's looking at the TV like she's on TV, but she's not. No. She's like, not let on... me use the TV like a mirror, but I'm not on it. Yeah, I'm not on it at all. No, we can't. They can't see you. So I know. too bad. So sad. Anyway. Uh, can't can't see me. <laughs> it's an illusion. Um, um, but so, I watch TV. Yeah. I mean, movie wise, I rewatched The Evil Dead and then I also rewatched. It was funny because on my birthday, I was like. Just, you know, just hanging out with the girls and everything. And then I was like, you know, I just I feel like I want to watch something like that I know. I don't want to watch, you know, something yeah. new. So I was like flipping through and I'm like, Star Wars. I'm like, okay, I've seen all these a hundred times. But Rise of Skywalker. I've only seen it once. You've only seen it once. I have only seen it like once or twice. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, but uh, it was... Uh, I said, you know what? They were talking about the new Star Wars, but how they're going to do Ray 15 years after that. Sure. So I was like, you know what? Let me put it on. It's definitely one that I always like freaking. Yeah. Just make yourself at home. Um, <laughs> um, it's always one that I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's just not that. Good. I remember it being like, Ugh. but I rewatched it again yesterday. Not bad. Okay. Like not as bad as I thought it was. I mean, it definitely. We talked a little bit about it before my, we got on mic where it's like every Star Wars movie I enjoy for the most right. part. There are some that I like way better than others. Okay. Rise of Skywalker is definitely not one of my favorites. Okay. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Like okay. there's some scenes in it like we talked about The Last Jedi, right? People are – that's such a divided movie. Pe- either people hate it. That's they, the Blue Milk movie. Yeah. Or they <laughs> love it. Yeah, where he milks the freaking whatever and he's drinking out of it. Now, there's some great things in it. I think Brian Johnson is a phenomenal filmmaker. Sure. Like, he made some good stuff. The Leia Poppins thing, uh. I have to do without. Um, Rise of Skywalker, same thing. Like, Well, you hit on the fact that that would have been the perfect, since, since that's when Carrie Fisher died making that movie, mm. that having her go out the window and die like that would have been the perfect way to get done. Yeah. It was a perfect scene of like, and that's what pissed me off about The Last Jedi is that, and I understand that Colin Trevorrow wrote Duel of the Fates, which if you ever get a chance to go on YouTube and watch the people have done, like take, taking that script and made it. Right. It's pretty interesting. Okay. Um, you, you know, that Rise of Skywalker or whatever the ninth movie was going to be was very Leia focused. Right. So they were kind of like, oh, what do we do? But anyway, I digress. Yeah, that scene, like, Kylo Ren is sitting there. He knows that his mom is in that thing. He's tempted to hit the button, and he's almost... But then the TIE fighter's going to blow it up. Now she's dead. Right. She. You could have... Now, I think they needed to have, like... But the, the whole Leia thing in that Rise of Skywalker, when I watched it, I was like, I know it's not her. I know it's some kind of CGI bullshit. Deep fake crap. Not yeah. even that good at the end. You no. know, like... It just... And then the whole thing with Kylo Ren, like, he, you know, he got redeemed... Which you're like, okay. And he comes in the end and helps with Ray. It's like all of a sudden he gets stabbed. Ray heals him, takes off. He has the thing with his dad, Han Solo, puts on a gap sweater and decides he's good <laughs> <laughs> and kills all his friends. I'm like, okay. So it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't no. great. It wasn't great. But oddly enough, when I watched it again, I was like, all right. It, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not one that I, it's, the rewatchability, which I know you, it's like, you know, I'll watch Empire Strikes Back a gazillion times. Me too. Or, well, you know, there's something to be said for watching a movie like that where you're like, 
I don't really I know exactly everything that happens, so I don't really need to pay close attention. So I can put it on and watch it and like, you know, play Candy Crush at the same time. Yeah, I mean there were some cool aspects to it, you know, as far as like Poe like light speed jumping or light speed skipping or whatever it was and and uh there were some good aspects to it. I like Poe as a character. I like you know, I really hope that John Boyega gets freaking Redeemed well, there there is talk of him coming back in the in the new movies that are coming out. There was the, an article today. I just saw it. I should have thrown it in the news, but I didn't get a chance to read it, so I didn't want to like throw it up there and be like, "Yeah, I read some more." I saw saw a headline about him coming back, mm. but it was it, there was news today about the fact that he there's strong probability of him coming back. I hope so because they really did him dirty in those sequel trilogies. Yeah. where you know it's just like, and that's another thing too in Rise of Skywalker where he goes, "Ray, I got to tell you something." It's like he thinks they're both gonna die, and the whole rest of the movie, they're like, "What were you gonna tell her?" He's like, "Oh, later." And you're like, "No, we wanna know what it is." I think it's that he's force sensitive, sensitive, you know. So I hope that in these new movies, you know, Ray's training a new thing of Jedi, and then here comes Finn and goes, "Hey, remember me? I want to play with the Star. (laughs) I want to be the Star Wars." Well, he's no fucking Ezra Bridger. I'll tell you that. Oh, bully! (laughs) You know what? You said you were annoyed by Ezra Bridger. I kind of like him. He's Especially no, in no. seasons three and four, he's he's definitely one like that. That's what I'm hoping. He's got a definite Omega level in seasons one and two. But then he grows up once he cuts his hair. Yep, he cuts his hair, and then all of a sudden he's 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 cool. not little emo boy anymore. Yeah, and that's what I'm hoping. Did you hear with with Bad Batch? They said one more season, and that's it. They're doing one more season, so maybe they'll maybe the Omega factor will go way down. And you know, I yeah. still loved season two. I thought it was great. Yes. Um. So yeah, that was that. Those were my two rewatches. Yeah, the, I didn't see anything new. The only thing I I watched a lot of TV. Yeah, I watched. I think I posted it last night. I watched that show, The Diplomat. I think I posted something on the Facebook page. I was like, I, was I strap did. in. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. Be stay tuned tomorrow night for my review of, excuse me, of the uh, continuity, the famous Netflix continuity mistakes. Yeah. Um, little background. It's a political drama. <clears throat> um, very much like that show. Uh. Madam Secretary that used to be on, but mm. kind of a, a badass, more badass version of it. It's Carrie Russell and um, Rufus Sewell, who was, the, if you remember, he was the bad guy in the movie A Knight's Tale with uh, Heath Ledger. Yes. Um, there's a bombing of a British aircraft carrier. Carrie Russell is uh, somehow appointed ambassador to Great Britain to handle this, blah, 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 Russians, Libya, Iraq. I mean, if political dramas are your thing, it's a fucking, it's a hit. I don't so much so that the story kept me so engaged that I didn't even look or notice any continuity errors because I'm sure they're there because it's Netflix. Yeah. But I wasn't noticing because I was so pulled into the story and following along with what's going on. And I, I don't like how they portray her as a strong, independent, no bullshit kind of woman. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden they're like, but she's got to pair up and partner up with her husband who is a big ambassador muckety muck that everybody knew um which gives you the impression that they're in a partnership but there's so many times where they kind of like portray her as helpless and can't do this thing without him oh so it's like are you going for this strong independent no bullshit kind of woman who can get shit done um and the whole reason she's appointed ambassador great britain is there's supposedly the president's the vice president who is a woman has some scandal coming up that her husband embezzled all this money. Mm. So it's going to come out. And when it does, she's going to step down and they want to slip her in there as the vice president. Uh, 
the funniest thing now, the guy who plays uh, the president yeah. is, uh, is it Lenny or Squiggy? Lenny from uh, oh, yeah. Laverne and Shirley. The tall guy. Who's in uh, uh, Spinal Tap? Yeah. And in also in the Better Call Saul. He That's was, right. Uh, He's the he's Saul's brother. Yep, he's in it, and all I keep thinking, is, I keep looking, I'm going, "Hey, let's go down to have a beer." Yeah, not to be confused with Squee. Hello, Oswald. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was good. I look at you because you're beautiful with your little pinky hair. Hello. So, <laughs> is, is that was, is that because you were a hope from for a spot in the new Trolls movie? Yeah. <laughs> she's short. She's got the colored hair. Yeah, spike it up, man. We'll get it good. No, she's my little pink delicious. Is there actually a new one coming out? Yeah, the Trolls movie. Is there a new Trolls movie? Yeah. This goal's always blows my <laughs> Okay. Yeah, go look up the trailer. No, I thought you knew about it. Come on. Come on, producer Violet. Pull yeah, producer Violet, pull that shit up. Yeah. Um, so I watched that. I watched that I watched a couple of episodes of that new show, Mrs. Davis. And you like I I watched the first episode. I'm like, I'm not really sure where they're going with this, but from the first episode it was like the Holy Grail is hidden by the Knights Templar, who are actually a bunch of nuns. What is that? <laughs> it's not focusing. It's what the is it? Because you're too Joel. close. It's the Rainbow Girl virtual. Um, Jeez. So, All right, go sit down. <laughs> so, wait, wait. so, oh dear lord, we've gotten hijacked. Mm. You got it. Oh, there we go. Rainbow <laughs> Troll. Huh. Um, so the Mrs. Davis, It's I, I watched the first episode and I'm like, where the fuck is this thing going? Because it's like, oh, it's a, in history, the Knights of the Templar are being killed. And then these guys are looking for the Holy Grail and they go into this convent and the women are like, we are the Templar and like start fighting with the Knights and these guys who came in. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then fast forward and there's this woman who's a nun and there's this AI that has basically taken over the world. Everybody's got like a headset that talks to this AI that runs the world. Um, and she refuses to connect to it because um, apparently it killed her father or some bullshit. I don't, they haven't gotten to how that happens. You killed my father. And then it sends her on a quest for the Holy Grail and says, you know, I'll give you anything you want if you can. I can't bring back the dead, but, you know, if there's something you want. And she's like, sure, if I find it, if I complete your quest. Mm-hmm. Turn yourself off and deactivate yourself. Ooh. Because she fucking hates this AI. It's like a Siri that everybody constantly has in their ear that tells them. I know. We get scared with that AI. It's, I mean, it, I do. That whole chat GPT and the AI stuff, it's kind of it, freaking me out. It's an alright TV show. I'm going to give it a shot. I'll watch it. It's very, like, heady. After four episodes, I start to, I think I know exactly where the fucking show is going, which I don't like. Yeah. Well, I like when, when you, they keep me on my toes. When you said Netflix, I thought you got... I was I was psyched. I thought you were going to start watching Beef. I did start watching Beef. I got about halfway through the first episode, and I go, I can't. Really? He just annoys the shit out of me. Really? Kate, Me, Kate, and Laura had this conversation last night because Laura watched it, and she fucking loved it. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't get through the first episode. He's too much of a fucking mopey sad sack. I just... Yeah. He annoyed the shit out of me in that first episode, how just him and his low-rent Jason Momoa brother you yeah, were talking about. Do- dollar store Jason Momoa. Come on. <laughs> just like... <laughs> I just couldn't get past like it, it frustrated me with the whole with the whole Bitcoin thing where he finally gets that money. And yes. The Bitcoin. You're like, what the f- come on? What are you doing? That and like her and her life. And all this, I was like, it's just too frustratingly annoying. And I'm like, I can't get into this. So I didn't. Oh, OK. Laura loved it. You loved it. Now Kate's like, 
oh, Laura related? I'm going to watch it. And I was like, yeah, we talked about this like two, like last week or the yeah, week before. Pay attention. She doesn't, pay attention more. She's like, I don't want to <laughs> sit and listen. To, I'd rather sit and talk to you for two hours and listen to your podcast for an hour. Oh, okay. And All she's right. like, or, you know, when you do at the house, if you want me to come down and sit with you guys, I can. I was like, so fucking come down and sit with us. That's why yeah. I texted her last week on the show. I was like, hey, what you doing? She's like, nothing watching the show. Yeah. Come down I was like, that's your. your yeah. I like when your. I like when your family comes down and gives reviews. That's right. We had the Manny review. Mila gave a review. I was hoping time. she would have come down during the Renfield review. Yeah. So whatever. We'll, we'll get that third chair going. Um, Not like this one over here. <laughs> the, only, the only other TV out cutie. there. Can we? Can we talk Mandalorian three season finale? Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of the finale? I really liked it. I did have some problems with it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I always have problems. I always look for something wrong with everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a, like people always. Oh my god, it's only 35. I, we, I've said this numerous times with the episodes that they're saying it's too short. I mean, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I didn't feel like you need to stretch. I mean, sure, certain storylines you want to stretch out and stuff like that. It was pretty disjointed, I think, um, overall. But I mean, I I had a really good time with it. You know. Yeah. Um, well, you know, just to um, what's his name? Tarvis was it Tarvisla, the guy who died last week? John Favre's character. Yeah, yeah. Um, some I watched someone who brought it up. I was like, Fuck, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks that. Where freaking Din Djarin can just shoot them with his little laser pistol and kill those guys, yet he unloads a fucking gun into him, and it's like, ding, 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 ding. Best car, best car, best car, best car, best car. Yeah, you know what it is? Is somebody was saying it. it's like you have to get him in the like soft spot. Yeah, because there's like you know between the. Most of it's Beskar, but like you get them like they jabbed them in the neck, right. or there was an area that they, yeah, it's like whatever. But I mean, also, I know there's a lot of talk about why is Grogu now Din Grogu mm. if his name is Din Djarin, because it's what Bo-Katan Kreese and Satine Kreese and Boba Fett and Jango Fett and Sabine and Ursula Wren and Pre and Paz Vizsla. It's like. First name, last name. And all of a sudden now Din Djarin. Din is his actual last name and Jarn is his first name. Yeah. Wouldn't it be uh, Grogu Jarn? But it's not because Din is his surname, his last name. I guess Din Grogu we look sounds as, better as Yeah, it sounds a lot Grogu better. Grogu Jarin, you know? <laughs> yo, you, yo, not, Grogu, that, not, yo, Grogu be Jarin. Yo, he's not to be confused with that man, Cookie Jarvis, you know? He's making fucking cookies and shit. He's like, um, yo, fudge, we were talking about before. I, I was very happy that they didn't fucking go for that, like, obvious, oh, the armorer is a spy. She's on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was getting a little nervous about that when people were pointing it out online. I was like, oh, boy. They also um, fed that fire the rumors that, you know, at the end of all this, the the hero and ruler of Mandalore who's going to ride the mythosaur. Ride the mythosaur. Ride the mythosaur. Is going to be Grogu. Yeah, because he's sitting there in the living waters and starts like force connect, force communicating with those with two, the mythosaur. Those two are gonna get it on. So, <laughs> I, and and someone pointed out like with with if Grogu does that, since his species like lives so long, mm. <clears throat> he can rule Mandalore for hundreds of years. Oh yeah, and really unite Mandalore and change things around. Yeah, you know it'll be interesting <clears throat> to see what they do in the next season. Right, they kind of left it as like you know. I'm trying to remember the name of the Jedi who made the dark saber that now has been broken, which I'm fucking glad they did that. Everybody's yeah. so pissed. I'm not pissed. I'm glad because now it's not all about chasing this fucking sword that just enough with the laser sword. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to get back. It's going to get back to like the whole, like, you know, ride the myth, the sword and, and don't bring freaking uh, Moff Gideon back. 
Like no. just he dead in the fire. Don't don't have a fucking secret clone we didn't know about, or the one in the suit that you were battling was a clone one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they showed all the the, the Moff Gideon clones and like, and that was the thing too where they they brought it up and he he did the usual uh, villain ex you know right the villain plan dump at the end like. This is what I was going to do. Like, you know. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Yeah, I was going to make a whole bunch of clones of myself and make them force sensitive. And you're like, okay, all right. So that I could rule the universe myself. Yeah. And then guess what? And they show that with all the clones. And they did the typical, like, his eyes open. And, you know, Grogu's like, ah, fuck. You know? <laughs> but then they, like, all right, let's just freaking kill all this stuff. Like, yeah. it was, like, you know, done. But. You know, I love Moff Gideon as a character. I think he's badass, but at yeah. the same time, I'm like, he went out, he went out Bon Jovi style in a blaze of glory. You know, yep. just let him freaking die. There, you got let like, him die, let him die, die let him shrivel up and die. die. Huh? <laughs> they got it. Like we're we're moving on to a Grand Admiral Thrawn. So. Yes. Moff Gideon can go, you know, he can he can go crispy like uh, Uncle Ben and Aunt Veru, and Ooh, <laughs> let them get all crispy, and uh, we'll get into some Thrawn. I'm real right. excited for Ahsoka and the stuff coming out. Me so, too. You know, we'll see what happens with Mandalorian. I know people are like, eh, it's the worst season ever. I'm like, it's fucking, you know, it was freaking Star Wars. Yeah, you know, you and, got and, my and vote. It had the politics. It had the adventure. You know, and they set you up now perfectly for season three being one of those like Din and Gro well, Jarn and Grogu. <laughs> the Dins. The Din the Din family. The Din family traveling the universe on like bounty hunter missions for the New Republic. Yeah, I think I think next season they'll probably do it'll almost be like an adventure of the week thing. Kinda like Bad yeah. Batch where it's like, Okay, well we gotta do this stuff and you know, and maybe, ensue. And maybe they'll have it so, you know, this week they're doing something and they meet up with Ahsoka to do a mission and then and that ties into the Ahsoka series and then they meet up with someone else who's in another series and they reintroduce some like those characters from the Rebels yeah. by having them pair up with them for whatever. And and let's not forget that, you know, old good old Dave Filonian has his movie coming out. Uh, that's supposed to be like the, the grand com- the grand combination of all of them the avengers of the star wars universe that's right that's right star wars doing it right so that's all i got tv wise yeah i mean uh tv wise like i said we didn't do the yellow jackets which sorry no. kids um yeah i mean tv usually for me it's always freaking jam-packed but you know amanda was pretty much it and uh you know i'll watch yellow jackets tonight and uh hopefully we'll get some new shows uh yeah. coming on there so uh well i guess you know what it's time for Oh, strap in, strap on. Whatever tickles your fancy. I love that part of the description. Strap in or strap on. Whichever tickles your fancy. <laughs> hey, look, Sleepy Joe approves. That's right. Sleepy Joe is approved. Um, yeah, so uh, this week with uh, music news, um, a lot of singles came out. Um, a few that, you know, uh, I'm kind of on the fence with, um, Hit me with them. Yeah. Well, the first one we got to talk about is Foo Fighters. Yeah. Um, that single rescued. It you, was, you posted about that too. And, and, and made a comment about, you know, well, Foo Fighters was like therapy for Kurt's death. Yeah. So yeah. And at first I was like, everybody, some people were saying it, but a lot of people were just like, is it too soon? Like, is it almost fi- kind of feels like I, I Look, I know that Taylor Hawkins, amazing drummer, amazing sure. person. Him and Dave are like tight bros. He died a year ago, 
And so far, we've had two tribute concerts and now a new album. And you're like, okay, like, is it too soon? Is it like, is it, it to me, it almost feels kind of gross. Like, yeah, let's but, just capitalize on this. But, but it, I don't think he is. I, th- I think I think Dave Grohl's got enough character that he's still going to give Taylor's family their share of the money. It's not even that. And then I thought about it. Like I said, when I posted it on there, I said, wait a second. You know, Foo Fighters was almost a response to Kurt's death. Yes. Like he had all these songs and the the rumor is is that when you know after Kurt died he didn't play music for months. He did that one thing with Tom Petty which is hysterical. Have you ever seen that? No. He uh in that documentary back and forth the Foo Fighters one which is I highly recommend it. it's really good. Um it goes up to Wasting Light. That's the last one okay. they did. Um but Oh, that's outside. Um but they, he talks about, you know, during that period when Nirvana you know, essentially died with Kurt right. and he had a whole bunch of months and he, he went in and recorded the first few Foo Fighters record all by himself, did right. it all himself as kind of like, I need to get this out. Like, right. I, I as a catharsis. Yes. I, he went to some small studio for two weeks, banged it all out. And that's the, and they didn't even redo anything. That's the demo, right. that demo, that first record. But there was a part where Tom Petty called, Dave Grohl and said, hey, look, I'm playing Saturday Night Live. Our drummer just kind of quit. Like, can you fill in? And he did. And there's an episode of Saturday Night Live where, you know, Tom Petty and then <laughs> going nuts, you know. And there was a part where he said there was where Tom Petty was like, hey, man, like, you know, you're awesome. You're not doing anything. Like, why don't you join the Heartbreakers and go on tour? And he's like, yeah, I, I really, really want to. But like, I kind of want to see what this Foo Fighters thing is going to be. And they were like, all right. So he passed up. He was like, that was a tough, one of the toughest decisions I had to Shit. make was like, all right, sorry, Tom Petty. I'm not going to join up with Tom Petty yeah. or either be one of the heartbreakers and Tom Petty or kind of do this new thing that you don't know if is going to do anything. Well, thank God he didn't go with Tom Petty. Yeah. So after thinking about all that and then people are going, oh, is it too soon? And even I was thinking like, it's kind of soon. Like you're putting out an album now. Like what the fuck? Like who, we don't even know who's going to play live drums. Yeah. Um, we all kind of assume that it's Dave Grohl playing drums. He's one of the best drummers of all time. And I listened to it and the song isn't reinventing the wheel. No. It's typical Foo Fighter stuff. It didn't blow me away. Like not like shame, shame, which was the last single he did. That was super different. They put out singles that are kind of different. This one was kind of more of the same, but then I was like, no music is like to me, and I think to a lot of people is like the great healer. Yeah. You're depressed. You're sad. You, put you, it in a song. Put it in a song. Like, you know, dude, I did a whole freaking album after my divorce. Like it's just, it helps. It's cathartic. It's getting it out there. So if this is what he's going to do and this is his response to like the Taylor thing. Great. I hope Good. it does great. And I'll, dude, I'll always support Dave Grohl. I think he's great. Um, so there's that. And then it was funny because after that, I'm looking through some of the other stuff and, uh, I don't know if you want to uh, hit the. Uh, I thought they were dead. Oh my god! Um, oh there. come on! I gotta find it. I you should give me a. Get them. Oh, where the fuck did I put that one? I don't know, but you know, you could say that they're dead. But uh, can I help you, sir? Yes. What is this? Huh? This is yeah. whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. I thought you were dead. Uh, hey, kids. Stained just put out a new song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> And, uh, Has that joke been made a million times already? I'm sure. I'm sure. I've, I've said it to myself. Hey, everybody. It's been a while. Uh-huh. Stained. Speaking of been a while, Stained has a new album. Yeah, been a while. Well, it's a single, right? Yeah. 
that's in anticipation of the it's off of the new upcoming album. Yeah, and I you know look, I really enjoyed Stained when they first came yeah. out. Um, that first out Mud Shovel, yeah. great album. Um, the singer. You know, uh, kind of went off and did this whole country thing, and he's super freaking right wing, like you know, let's oh, go Brandon kind of shit. Um, real fucking. Oh, don't shit yourself. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, real. He's had. He's like Kid Rock territory. I was gonna say like Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah, went the whole country route, and uh, now he's back in Stained, and it's like he never freaking left. It's just like it sounds just like old Stained, and oh, good. You know, I'm like, it, and I enjoyed it. I put it on the playlist. Um, the guitar player, I forget his name. He's actually done a couple of other things. He's played with some other people. There's a band called Saint and Ansonia. Um, he played in that was with the uh, uh, the old singer of Three Days Grace. You know, it's a butt rock galore, right? Right. <laughs> you know, so, um, but yeah, if you get a chance, check out uh, the new Stain song, which is uh, Lowest in Me, it looks like. Um, not bad. Put it on there. Um, Extreme. What? We talked about Extreme. They had that one song, yes. uh, Rise. Uh, dude, they put out two more Got songs. To be confused with Rise Above. Yeah, Rise Above. We're gonna rise. Totally different songs. <laughs> Good. Okay. But uh, yeah, Extreme put out two more songs. They're going on tour with Living Color, which I think is interesting. What? what, what? Living Color is opening for Extreme. Okay. The TV um, show? No, 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 no. Not the In Living Color. You want it out. That, that In Living Color? <laughs> no, Cold Cold. Cult, cunt of personality. Yeah, exactly. Pass it what, what, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> you know that parody. Yeah, yeah. She got a cunt with personality. What? 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 What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Wasn't that us that made that up? I think so. I don't know why I thought that was a parody from the Open Anthony show. No, that no. was us. That was us doing the cunt with the personality. And <laughs> just go like, what? What? What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Feed me. Hey man, Living Color talking to China's rules. Um, so Living, I'm so sorry. Then, uh, Living Color is touring with Extreme, who put out two more songs. I put another Extreme song on there, Banshee. Like, you know what it is? It's like what? Because <laughs> like, you say the with Extreme, I was like, but Bill Pullman's dead. How can he be? <laughs> He's <Extreme>. the Extreme. <laughs> Bill is the Extreme. Oh, Twister. <laughs> My my odd freaking Twister reference. Wow, the, be- the best worst movie ever. <laughs> that movie has a one hundred percent on the rewatchability score, no matter what. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's just like one of those. It's like, what was it? Uh, with- has anybody seen an F five? Finger of God, man. <laughs> Finger of God. Finger of God. F five will relocate your house quite nicely. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Tell me I that. gotta go. We got cows. <laughs> Talk about extreme freaking uh, Van Halen had a really good song on that soundtrack. Yeah, that was you know humans being. I think it yep. was called one of the awesome songs. Last Sammy song, but yeah. So they're, they're going on tour with Extreme. Yeah, Living Color is going on tour with Weird. Extreme. They okay. put out two new songs. This new album. Let me tell you, man. I wasn't a big Extreme fan. I did see them live okay. way back in the day. First. I think Kate was an Extreme fan. Yeah, I mean, they, I saw that it was Extreme, Cinderella, and David Lee Roth. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, at the Orange County Speedway. Um, that sounds familiar, but yeah, and it was you know right there in that whole more than words stuff. Like it was just they were just going up. Like people heard of more than words, and then they played it, and it was like, ooh, you know. Um, but these two new songs, I, you know what I love? It's just Nuno Betancourt, dude. Fucking rips on the guitar, and it's 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 back to old school, you know, very Van Halenish, you know, very freaking. And Extreme was always kind of like that, um, 
But yeah, I, I put that on there. And then the end, this this beautiful music. The uh, cherry on the sun. The cherry on top, my discover. Uh, I was looking through, and I had read an article about the keyboard player from Faith No More, Roddy Bottom. Uh, <laughs> which, bottom? It all, it all fit in. Is uh, bottom or top? <laughs> it's... Uh, they were talking about his side project that he had. Ride my and bottom. I, and I didn't know he had a side project. Oh, he's got a side project. Well, he's got a side piece is what he's got. Uh, so he has a side project called Man on Man. Oh, uh, hello. And it's basically, we all, you know, it, it's not a secret that Roddy is gay. Um, Wait, he is? Yeah. He's, oh. he's queer as a $3 bill with Santa Claus on it. But I oh. digress. Um, <laughs> I like Santa Claus. But, hey, man, he's a, amazing. You know, one of the most amazing bands, Faith No More. He's a keyboard player, does a lot of writing. Him and his partner have a band called Man on Man. Oh. And it's just the two of them. Ooh. It's so gay. I love it. It's Pet Shop Boys. Not, like, you know, not Liberace gay, but, like, kind of very... The music is really, really good. It's very straightforward. Buckwild gay? <laughs> <laughs> Not Pansy Division gay. Okay. Uh, which, another band I love, Pansy Division. I mean, they have an album called For Those About to Suck Cock, We Salute You. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, man on, man on Man has a song called uh, I'm So Happy That I'm Gay. I'm So Happy That I'm Gay. Something like that, yeah. But I listened. They, had, they put out an album in 2021, which I didn't know about. And they have a new album. Uh, well, they released a new single called Showgirls, which I put on. Wait, the- wait, wait. But I thought they were a gay band. Oh, and they're bleh. releasing a song about Showgirls? Yeah, look, we watched the video, the YouTube video. There's not one girl out. in that video. No, there's a lot of bears in there. It's yeah. like a lot of bears. For those of you who know what a bear is, when you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it, 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 sweaty bears, it's delicious. Ooh. I mean, I was listening to that single, and then I, I put on the, the, the last album, which the, the cover is hysterical. Great band. If you ever get a chance, listen to Man on Man. They're freaking... I like the new song a lot. Um, I got into the, the last record, and I'm like, I didn't know Roddy had a solo project or side project with his with his, with his boy. Okay. And it's freaking good. It's uh, very... Like I said, when I was talking Pet Shop Boys and Liberace, I was just goofing around. It's like very alternative. Like it's It reminds me of Left of the Dial, like early 90s right. kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's it's and it's and not... Almost like college it's, radio. Yeah, it's not like, you know, lick the balls, taint, shit like that. It's No, it's straight. It's then I'm a, not listening to it. Well, I want know. some lick the balls and taint. You should. Uh, well, you know, we did add one more song on there. That's an oldie classic. Oh. That uh, <laughs> I don't know chance. where that you know You know where that came to me from? What's that? I was, uh, it was 420. Okay. And on XM Satellite Radio, the, uh, what's his name, who does the show with his mother? Uh, I don't know. I don't have Oh, my God. No, he's, he fuck, he's a guitar player. Um Scott Ian? Nope. Uh, uh, was he in Rage Against the Machine? No. Tom Morello. Tom Morello and his mom have a show on XM. <laughs> Do they really? <clears throat> yeah. It's called Tom Morello's Mom. Tom and uh, Mom. Tom talk. and Mom. Yeah, it is. So um, they played Cheech and Chong, Earache My Eye. Ah. Like to the point where it's the, where the, Mother comes in and is like, what are you doing? Get out of bed. I'm not going to school. <laughs> Why not? I got an earache. <laughs> earache my eyes. <laughs> like they played that whole thing. And I wanted to listen to the song, so I just put it on Spotify. And then right after it came on that next song, <laughs> Piss Up a Rope. Piss Up a Rope by Ween. Um, which has, gold. I, I don't think I've ever heard it before. And I was like, that song is gold. You've never heard Piss Up a Rope? Nope. I, re- well, I was uh, Instant the- hit. First, first Ween album is like one of my favorites. Uh, yes. 
I forget what it was. They like, pushed the little daisies and make them come yep. up. That was a great song. Uh, Michelle Davis was really big into it. Oh, yes, she um, was. And I remember when this album came out, it was, I think it's like the third record or something like that. And I was like, what the, it's complete, it's a full country record. Yeah. And from is what it? I understand that, yeah, the whole album is country record. Um, and it, we used to listen to this on Piss Up a Rope. Yeah. And it's got one of my favorite lyrics of all time. Would you like me to play it? You want you gonna play the lyric, uh, uh, or just the whole song in general? No, no, no. Let me find the uh, let find me find the lyric. The lyric. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. Like we used to listen to it all the time. Here we it, go. I'll start. Cool. I'll start it just before. Here we go. Okay. Cool. With a warm, wet rag. <laughs> my balls feel smooth and soft like silk. I'm sick of your mouth. And you're 2% milk. milk. Oh, dude. It's Wash that, my balls with a warm, wet rag. That's my favorite lyric of all that time. Awesome. Every time that song I heard comes that song, up. I was fucking hysterical. <laughs> you can wash my balls with a warm, wet rag. Well, I put that on my, like, like my light songs list. Nice. That's the way to do it. But yeah, that's pretty much it on the old uh, music news. Is it? Oh, yeah, you know what? I never brought it up at the end, but uh, real quick, the, uh, the uh, personality crisis, the David Johansson yes. thing. Yes. I was going to say it in my music news. I watched that. Was um, it good? It was good. If you get a okay. chance, you know, a little quick thing at the end. It was uh, Showtime. Ba- yeah, Showtime. One night only. It was shot by Scorsese, um, which is wild. Um, not really a, a documentary of sorts. It's kind of like a performance with some funny stories that they put in there. If, you get a, if you're a huge Dolls fan or a Buster Poindexter fan, check it out. I mean, the guy is 75 years old, I think, at this point. And he's just cool as shit. Like I put in there, I was like, I wish I could be as cool as David Johansson. He's just like singing with his. My suit. favorite, my favorite thing he said when I watched the trailer for that was, "I was a one-hit wonder twice." Yeah, <laughs> he was. Um, so yeah, I get a chance to check that out. I forgot to put that in yes. there, but other than that, yeah, I mean, be on the lookout. Sackison Soss Two. We have the the uh, the, the outdoor venue booked. It's just a matter of where we're gonna do it early in July or maybe early August. I don't know. I got to talk to my peeps. Yeah. Got to figure out, you know, who we want to put on the roster. Be on the lookout for that. Um, other than that, man, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Lick my balls. Hey.